Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Shvi, Daf Mem Gimel, and we are starting Membez Amud Beis, about four lines up from the bottom, with the words Mimanis Chayvu, and in the Vilna Sadaf, it's on Tesvav Amud Beis, near the end of the Amud. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Marsh Mirim Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now we're in the world discussing mitzvahs Hatulias Ba'aretz, mitzvahs that are relevant only in Eretz Yisrael. For example, Trumas, Maishris, Shemitah, and things like that. And the Gemara suggested that since after we're exiled from Eretz Yisrael, after the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, we're not having these mitzvahs anymore because we're not in Eretz Yisrael. So maybe even once we came back into Eretz Yisrael 70 years later with Ezra for the rebuilding of the second base of Mikdash, we're still not chayv in the mitzvahs. However, the Gemara concluded by quoting a pasuk that we are chayv in the mitzvahs. But now the Gemara asks, Man is chayvu. In what manner are we chayv in these mitzvahs? Is it a chayv midai raisa or just midrabanon? So Rabbi Yisrael Chanino Amar, he says, Midvar Taran is chayvu. We're chayv in them midai raisa once we came back into Eretz Yisrael. Hadod Yisrael, and that's what it says in the pasuk. And Hashem your God will bring you to the land that your forefathers inherited and you will inherit. It. What do we learn from here? Your Yerusha of the land, meaning the second time around, is compared to the Yerusha of your forefathers, which was the first time we came in. As we said yesterday, this is called Eile Mitzrayim, everyone who came up with Yeshua Benun. And what's the comparison? My Yerusha just like when your forefathers inherited the land, their chiyuf to keep mitzvahs ba'aretz. Was midairaisa, so too, your inheritance of the land the second time around, the chiyuf to keep mitzvahs ba'aretz is midairaisa. And we continue, the Pasuk says, and we learn from here that Hashem increased you over your forefathers, meaning there's something greater about the second time coming to Eretz Yisrael over the first time. The similarity between them is that your forefathers were Pater Mitzvah and then they became Chayiv once they came in, and you too were Pater before you came in, because you were still in Golan's Bavel, and once you came to Eretz Yisrael, so you were Chayiv. However, here's the difference. Your forefathers didn't have the oil of any other kingdom on them. They ruled Eretz Yisrael on their own. You, even though you have an Omachas on you, because when Ezra came into Eretz Yisrael to rebuild the second base of Mikdash, the Persians ruled over them, still, you have a chiv to keep Mitzvah Tlilis Ba'aretz. Another difference, Your forefathers weren't chiv in Mitzvah Tlilis Ba'aretz until after 14 years of being in the land, the seven years it took them to conquer Eretz Yisrael and the seven years it took them to divide Eretz Yisrael. But you, the moment you came into Eretz Yisrael and you started conquering the land, in every piece of land that you took over, automatically you were chiv in that section. Continuing to explain this, Your forefathers were only chayv once they acquired the entire thing. This is what we just said. Only once they divided up the land and everyone knew exactly where they were going to live. You, every single piece that you conquered, you acquired it and your chayv right away. Now this is all However, Amr Blazer, Blazer argues and he says, They accepted on their own. Meaning once they came into Eretz Yisrael to rebuild the second base of Mikdash, they on their own decided that they're going to give Meister and all the other relevant mitzvahs ba'aretz, and that means that the chiv to keep them is only midrabanon and not midraisa. Matam, what's our blazer's source for this? The answer is because we have a pasuk. The pasuk says of chalzais, and with all this, anachnu karsim amana v'kaisvim v'alachasim in writing and signing, sarenu levienu v'kayanenu, our ministers levim and kaihanim, and what are they writing and signing that they're going to keep? So other pesukim around these discuss the chiv of chala and truma and meisres and other mitzvahs ba'aretz. So we see that they took it upon themselves to keep these mitzvahs, and now that it's a chiv understand the Pasuk that says, and the Bacharis of our cattle and flock, the Chiv to give the firstborn animal is even in Chutz La'aretz. So how could the Pasuk say that they took it upon themselves? They had the Chiv to keep it even beforehand. So the answers Since they accepted upon themselves things that they were not Chayav in, like other Mitzvahs Ba'aretz, Truma, Maeser, Chal, and other things, even other things that they already were Chayav 
chayiv in, such as the chayiv of Bukhar, the Pasuk treats it as if they accept it upon themselves. As the Gemara Mamma Kamar Biyasi Barchanino Bukhalzais, what does Biyasi Barchanino do with this Pasuk of Bukhalzais? It's master from this Pasuk that they accepted these mitzvahs upon themselves. For Biyasi Barchanino says that it's a chayiv daraisa. So the Gemara answers, Mikim Shakiba Alein, the Savior upon him Yafais. Since they accepted these mitzvahs with a Savior upon him Yafais, with a happy countenance, they were happy to do these mitzvahs again, midairaisa, halalein, akasim, kilomalein, kibalein, the Pasuk treats it as if they accepted upon themselves, even though, as we said, according to Biyasi Barchanino, they have a chayiv midairaisa to keep them. As Gemara Mamma Kamar Blazer Mehavai was Rabbi Lazar do with the Pasuk of Me'avai Secha, which is where Rabbi Yisrael Chanino learned that we have a chi of the Ayrais, so to keep the Mitzvah Tulis Ba'aretz, the Gemara says, Pasar Lal Asud Lavai, he explains that this is referring to Lal Asud Lavai, the future. Dom Rav Chelbai, Rav Chelbai says in the name of Shem Barva, Beshem Rabbi Yechanan, Avai Secha, Yerushu Eretz Shel Shevaz Amimin. Your forefathers inherited the land of seven nations. About Tema Sidim Lirash Eretz Shel Eser Amimin, eventually you're going to inherit a land of ten nations. Mem Gimlon, based on top, Tulas Yichur Naisa, Elaine Inon, these are the other three nations that you're going to take their lands as a and these are three nations that were mentioned to Avram Avinu. Then in the first conquering of Eretz Yisrael, they did not manage to kick out. However, Yudah and says, it's not referring to three nations, it's referring to three different lands, which are Aravia, Shlamia, and Niftaya. Whereas Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, it's referring to the lands of Asya, Vasfamia, Bedamasek. Whereas Rav Lezer Yaakov he says, it's referring to the following three lands, Asya, Vikartigni, Turkey, And Rebbe Yomer, Rebbe says, it's referring to Edom, Umayav, Vereshes, Bnei Amoin. Another Joshua from the Pasuk of Me'avisecha. What does this mean? Your forefathers, even though they were redeemed from their galos, they once again were sent into servitude. Avalatem, but you, Misha Temnigalim, once you're redeemed for the final time, you're not going to be placed into servitude under the nations again. Matama, what's the source for this? The Pasuk says, Shalu Naru, ask please and see. Im Zachar, if a male gives birth. And what do we learn from here? Just like a male can't give birth, so to you, Misha Temnigalim, once you're redeemed, you're not going to be placed into servitude under the nations again. And now back to the borders of Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Someone who goes from Akai, which is on the western coast of Eretz Yisrael, and he's going from there to Kaziv, which is north of it, to his right, which is the east of the path, it's tar from Eretz Amim, meaning it's not considered Chutz Laaretz, it's considered Eretz Yisrael, and any produce coming from there is Chayven Maeser, Ubeshvias, and there's a Chiv of Shemitah, until you know for sure that this land is Pater. Namely, there's a strip of land that goes from Akai until Kaziv that's 100% considered Eretz Yisrael. However, to this person's left, which is the west of the way, which is basically running up along the coast, is considered because of meaning it's considered and anything growing there is potter from Meiser, and the land is potter from Shemitah, until you know for sure that this land is actually Chayev, meaning somebody has to prove to you that's considered Eretz Yisrael. This is up until he reaches Ksiv. Rabbi Shmuel says the name of his father, until the place that has this name, which is really further than Ksiv. Now the question is, Akai Atzma Mahi, what about Akai itself? Is it considered Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz? Up until now, we're discussing the path from Akai until Ksiv. But what about Akai itself? Is it considered Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz? So Rabbi Yaakov says, B'Shem Rav Imi, Min Train Uvdai de Rebbe, from two stories of Rebbe, Anan Yalfin, we learn, Akai Yesh Ba Eretz Yisrael, the Yesh Ba Chutz Laaretz, that Akai is partially Eretz Yisrael and partially Chutz Laaretz. Now we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with these stories. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.